Thank you so many of you, brothers and sisters. Many of you going back 30 years and probably some more from when this glory way started to move right from 1948 and it's gaining momentum all over the world. You know why? Because Jesus is coming again and it's, it's coming for those who are ready to meet him. And we believe it's a select rapture for those who are in love with Jesus. No more and no less. We have to be prepared people for a prepared rapture. And it's coming and Jesus is on the way. But thank God, it's growing more and more every day. People are falling in love with one another. The same thing's happening, the same prayer that Jesus prayed in John 17. I've been reading it today. It says, Father, give them the glory that we had before the world was. So the glory is the oldest thing possible before the world was, that they may be one as we are one. And I tell you, when you really get this, it makes you one. You can't be one and have anything against one another. Praise God, and I can say this, and I've proved this myself, that the precious blood can cleanse us, make us all pure and clean, and bring us all one in Christ Jesus. We do welcome you, brothers and sisters, and we do love you. And we thank you for coming to this meeting. And many of you in this meeting, you're never going to be the same again. You're going to say, I felt so much better, something's happened to me. Well, it's time something did happen because, I mean, there's so many meetings where nothing happens. But this is a meeting where we saints can get together, magnify the Lord, and let the air down and really praise God. Our motive is clean, our motive is pure, there's no strings attached. All we want is people to have a real born-again experience that they can feel and get filled with the joy of the Lord. Something that comes in within you. He says, if we believe, as many as believed on him, to them gave he power. Some people are continuing being failures and failures through life. Well, listen, they've never arrived. It's to those who really believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and accept him as a saviour, you've received a power to live an overcoming life. Of course, you may fall a little, and then we get all those sort of things, but you'll be restored again if you look after him. And then when we come into this wonderful glory way, well, I say it's something new. I've been reading today, and the first scripture I read when I came on this campsite was this particular one. I'll read it to you. I believe God's given it for, for a purpose. And here it is in Isaiah. We believe in the old book. But it, it, we don't have the book with that, we have it inside of us. It changes our lives. Thank God we've got a gospel that works. Amen. We have a gospel that works. And listen, my brothers and sisters, this is a scripture God gave me in the caravan on the site here, and it's in Isaiah. And when you get the glory, the Isaiah, the chapter of Isaiah, become a new book entirely. Praise God, it's wonderful. He said, Behold, here in the 19th verse, Behold, I will do a new thing, and now shall it spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, praise God. The beasts of the field shall honor me, the dragons and the owls, because I give water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. And we know what it is to have a drink in the wilderness, don't we? We've all tasted this wonderful glory, but that's only a start. We've got the earnest, but there's so much more to enter into. And it's not what you say out of your mouth, it's what stands up for somebody. Stand up here, Alistair. It's what rubs off you. 
bless you. <laughs> it, it does, brothers and sisters, because you receive something from God and it goes from you. Now, many of you is going to be affected in this meeting. You may not get it in the meeting. You may get it in the yard outside or in your car going home. You may get it in bed even. But people come and say to me, Henry, something's happened to me. Well, something does happen. And it's no good having meetings if they don't happen. Because Jesus said this gospel works. Amen. Praise the Lord. Not just the gospel, Henry, but this works, brothers and sisters. Praise God. He said he'd do a new thing. And what is this new thing he's doing? He's giving ordinary men and women new power. A deliverance power. A power that blesses folk. A power that when you go to somebody's house and talk to them and say, well, will you come again, Henry? Will you come again, Jack? I've enjoyed talking to you. I feel better for it. Well, what is it? It's the Spirit of God, brothers and sisters. And the world's waiting for the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. But it comes upon me and it comes upon you. And you haven't got to go to a Bible school to get it. The best Bible school is get filled with the Spirit. Get filled with the Spirit. Praise God. Then you'll get persecuted. Then they'll try to knock you down. But they can't keep you down. Who can keep the Spirit of God down? Praise the Lord. It continually keeps coming up and up. But the outstanding mark of this wonderful Holy Spirit is love. Joy. Peace. For years, you'll agree with me, and I've seen it. I was in a meeting with thousands of people up there in Keswick once. Big meetings there. Oh, I did just, I felt an odd man out. I felt miserable. Preaching, preaching from the Word of God, but condemnation, condemnation, condemnation. Oh, dearie, I felt so poorly. When I came away from there, my wife had to massage me to bring me back again. <laughs> I really mean that. And, and, and they'd got Bibles under their arms too, bless them. But they hadn't been quickened by this wonderful, gentle, Holy Spirit. This thing is real, brothers and sisters. And it's something that possesses you. Just as the wrong spirit possesses people and they put them away. And just as the Holy Spirit possesses and it flows out from us. Do you know I'd love to put my arms around you all and hug you and kiss you tonight? Because my, my heart goes out for you. Of course, you all know this is a bonus meeting, by the way, because I'm on bonus time now, and every meeting is a bonus meeting. I'm over 70. Now, nah, mother's over 70, but I like to think of it a lot. God's allowed me to live into the bonus time, and I'm grateful for it. And we'll go on and on and on until we get the big bonus up there. But I can tell you, brothers and sisters, now let me encourage you, young men and young women, if you feel something in this meeting tonight and it quickens you in here, Give yourself over to God when you get home. Say, Lord, if this is real, prove it to me. Pick up the word and read it. Open up your heart to God. Get aside of your bed and get on your knees. Say, oh, God, give me more. Just wait upon him. Don't talk to him. Just wait upon him. That's what I did, and it come into me. And so much I busted and tell you folks something about it. You get something inside, you've got to bring it out. It's the spirit of a living God coming out, brother and sister. Now, this is what God wants to do tonight. He wants to do that new thing in your life tonight and a new thing in mine. No matter how far we've gone, there's something new to receive. Hands up all those who want something new tonight. Amen. Everybody. Will. 
Now keep your hands up, brothers and sisters, and please, and by faith, this is a glory meeting, this is a deliverance meeting, this is a Holy Ghost meeting, not just because Henry's here. Forget about that altogether. It's the Holy Spirit's here, and the Holy Spirit has brought this meeting about. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is going to do something to you now if you'll turn your faith loose and receive something as I pray for you. Whatever you need is, you tell your Heavenly Father now. I want to tell you that God loves you, sister, brother, just as much as if you're the only man or woman in the whole wide world. He loves you, brother. Away with condemnation. He loves you, sister. Away with condemnation, ministry. Coming to the positive side. We have a great, big, wonderful God full of love and compassion. And he desires nothing else but to have holy communion with you. All he wants is only communion with you. Now then, just commune with him. Tell him how you love him. You told him how you love him. Come on, tell him, my brother. Tell him, my sister. Take your release yourself as your hands up just now. Take your release now, my brother. Take your release now, my sister. Be set free in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I bind every hindering spirit now. In the name of Jesus, I loose the spirit of deliverance, the spirit of healing, the spirit of compassion, the spirit of salvation. Father, in the name of Jesus, move in old time power and deliver every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, and do a new thing now on their heart. In the name of Jesus, do a new thing now, Lord. Give them what you've given me, Lord, but much more. Oh, for the Holy Spirit now, in Jesus' name. Receive it, sister. Receive it, my brother. Come on. Start to praise him and thank him for it. Come on. Everybody praising the Lord. Everybody praising the Lord. Come on. Come on, everybody praising the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. If you can speak in tongues, speak in tongues now. Magnify the Lord in tongues, brother. Magnify the Lord in tongues, sister. Do it now. Come on. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah.
to see so many of you entering into the spirit. Some may think we go to excess, well it's time we did, isn't it? The way to get freedom is to enter in and abandon everything and just magnify God in your body, in your arms, in your legs, in your voice and everything. Because if you don't get your fulfillment in God, you'll get it in something else. But you can get your fulfillment and be satisfied in this, in this wonderful Holy Spirit. And why are they doing it? It makes you feel 10 years younger. It does something to you. It gets into your bloodstream. Often they ring me up on the phone saying, Henry, something's happened to us. I came to one of your glory meetings and I went into our Pentecostal church and said, Oh, it was a blessing. I felt it coming out of me. Then others will say, Oh, Henry, I got, I got such a blessing. Then I went to my old place and, do you know, they squashed it out of me again. Well, this is the danger, brothers and sisters. But listen, there is not much time left. I plead with you in the name of Jesus. Go by the leaders of the Holy Spirit and get filled with this wonderful glory. There's something more that God wants to do upon his people before he takes them in the rapture. And that is, he wants us to really be the sons of God. Men and women who have received a mighty power, a mighty blessing. Men and women with influence, praise God. And the sure sign you're getting that is when you're going to be persecuted. The sure sign you get a blessing tonight, you'll be persecuted tomorrow. It goes with it. The brother told me when I came into this over 30 years ago, he said, Brother Henry, the only time you get worried is when you're not being persecuted. Well, we're continually getting, but brothers and sisters, Jesus was persecuted, disciples were persecuted. It's a sure sign, but go on, but go on in love and compassion. But I find out very often the man in the street will receive me more than what some of the Christians will. They feel my love, they do. Um, and in my own village there, I mean, the people love me. A lot don't all come to our meeting, but they love me. I don't fight them because they don't come, they love me. Now, if I want anything, I can have what I want. I can have my own town. Whatever I want in my own town, I can have. You know, the police got onto me one day. I took a big theatre over. And uh, for a Billy Graham's film, I, so I went to my pal who owned this theatre. And he said, I said, how's business, Barry? He said, not very good. Well, I said, if I pray that God will bless your cinema, you do more business, will you let me have a glory meeting in it? He said, well, yes, I will. That's business. So I asked God to bless this business in for you. Picture house at Rainworth. And uh, business picked up. So I went along to see him. I said, now then, perhaps you go. He said, all right. I said, well, can I have your theatre for a week? What for? He says, for Billy Graham's film. And, and, a, and a final finale with a glory meeting he said yes I think so so we fixed it up to have a real good do and I advertised things about all this sort of thing and I had my own bus at that time I advertised free rides to go there and all that sort of thing and we just got going nice and had a letter from the police to say that I was not allowed to do that kind of thing uh, you couldn't have free buses doing this that and the other so I went to see them, I said, look here lads, I'm making your job a lot easier. If you let me do that, I'm going to do it in any case. I'm not making anything out of it, I'm making your job easier. I'm getting folk converted and blessed in the soul. Well, in that case, Henry, carry on. So I was able to carry on. 
You see, they receive your right. They do, they do, they do. And the people in the world, they know whether you're real or not. They know, they know the people know whether you're real or not. They need to come to your meetings to find out. They can know you are. I go around my own town in New York and I, one of the biggest businesses in the town, one of the biggest, but they thought anyone was a fool. When he started putting glory, hallelujah, all over his shop windows, I got five shops all in a row and praise the Lord. I thought I'd gone off. I went for holiday and I rung my manager up, actually years ago, I rung him up for some speakers to start revival meetings in Cornwall on my holiday. And uh, I did and he said, you know, so good about to put you away, Henry. They thought I'd put me away because I was so crazy with this new gospel because I really was. I really went to town, you know. I really did in my own town. And when I built my first caravan, I pulled it by outside the uh, shop there, and my manager said to me, good gracious, praise the Lord. He says, you'll have to stick at it now, Henry. I said, well, don't always do. They don't believe you. We, we know what we're after, and one thing only, and that's to glorify the Lord Amen. and magnify him. We're not ashamed of this gospel, because it's the power of God unto salvation. Ooh, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm excited about it, mate. I really am. And the boy excited about his God. That's right. Well, let's just start to blow the trumpet in Zion for all we jolly well worth. Trumpet in Zion. And I've been blowing the trumpet and blowing the trumpet left, right and centre ever since. And I'm still blowing it tonight to you lot. Blowing the trumpet in Zion. We need to be woke up, brothers and sisters. It's not just a gospel service, just a breaking of bread and just a Bible service and just something else. It's a way of life every day. Amen. It's a way of life. Get the goods and you can give the goods. Well, the goods is here tonight, brothers and sisters, not only in me, but in many, many more seasoned saints who have tried something real and says a big thank you, Henry. And I say a big thank you to you too for encouraging me to blaze this beautiful gospel. Hallelujah. Thank you all, brothers and sisters, for your help in the past. God bless you. I thank you so much. You'll go through the valley. You'll have blood, sweat, and tears like Jesus. You'll cry, and you'll laugh, and you'll, you'll be broken down, but it's worth it, brothers and sisters. Jesus gave his life, and listen, he wants your life, and he wants my life. That's why it's important to get into it. Live in it. Revel in it. Get excited about it. Loving one another and blessing one another, isn't it grand? Now shall we, shall we make a start? What, what's this place? Body coach, is it? Well, we've never done it in body coach before, they're going to do it tonight. I want everybody in body coach, village hall here, to come out your seats and go and bless somebody. Give them a hug, give them a kiss. Doesn't matter whether you've met them before. We're the children of God. It's all clean, it's all pure. Everybody out of the seat for the next 10 minutes, bless one another. Go on. Use what God's given you. Bless somebody. Go and bless somebody. Mix yourselves up. Everybody.
the Lord, everybody. This sister standing here, it was a, when, when did we come to Oxford before, dear? 1961. 1961, our sister and her friend, they organised, promoted, for, sponsored the meeting in the Oxford Town Hall. It was a wonderful meeting, we had a wonderful move of the spirit, and that's where one man came up and challenged me, he said he was the anti, we didn't say he was the Antichrist, but he was an Antichrist, all dressed up in white and went off in funny tongues and a very queer effect to me, but uh, very, I've never forgot, it was a, a startling experience. But praise the Lord, we had a wonderful meeting. But wherever the real Christ is, the Antichrist over there, trying to stop it. But thank God the real one's here tonight. Now, sister's just got a little testimony. She wants to have a chat with you. And she said, oh, God changed their life many, many years ago and had lowered away. Here you are, darling. It's a quick one, sweetheart. Give her a clap, anyway. Well, as briefly as possible, uh, I was brought up to be an atheist and I didn't believe in God or a devil or anybody else. But uh, I met my friend Doris. She went to church and she said, uh, well, if uh, I'm coming to your house, you've got to come to church with me afterwards. Well, fancy me going to church, you know. Anyway, we went to church, and we went to church for years. And, well, you know what it's like. Uh, at least I expect most of you know what it's like. You go to church for years and years and years, and you sit in the same seat every week, and you do nothing. You don't grow, you don't do anything at all. And... Doris spoke to a friend of ours and he said, you're wasting your time, you know, in this place. Why don't you come to my meeting? George was a Salvation Army chap. So he took Doris to a National Young Life Campaign meeting and she was converted. Well, the change in her, my goodness. What has she got that I haven't got? So eventually, I went to the meeting. And I don't know whether anybody here knows Marshall Chalice. He's a well-known evangelist. He preached that night. And after the meeting, he said, do you know Jesus is your own personal savior, Evelyn? I said, oh, yes, I think so. So he just looked at me. He said, we don't think, Evelyn, we know. And for three months after that, it was like a gramophone record going round and round, stuck in a groove. What do they know that I don't know? What do they know that I don't know? But I knew jolly well. I knew I'd got to say, yes, Lord. And I, I said goodbye to Doris. She went back to work at 2 o'clock on the 29th of March, 1947 started the washing up in the kitchen and there was this going round and round what do they know that i don't know this had been going round for three months i said all right lord i give in i don't know how many people here have read pilgrim's progress but my load of sin that fell off of my shoulders was so real that i turned round to look on the kitchen floor to see what had happened. But that was only a start. Remember, that's only a start. There's much, much more. Amen. And the years have passed, and on the 1st of July, well, just a week previous to the 1st of July, 1960, 
the same George came to visit us and he threw a glory news down on the sofa. He said, there you are, read that, that's what you want. <laughs> so we looked at it and we thought, hmm, don't want that, you know. But it stayed on the sofa for about three days. We thought we'd better read it or else George would want to know why. So we read it. And we never condemn anybody until we've proved them wrong. So George said, well, Henry's in Reading on the 1st of July, 1960. Would you like to come? So we all bundled into the bus from Oxford to Reading and off we went. And imagine us, stiff and starchy people, coming back into a meeting like this. <laughs> oh my. I should never forget it. And that was the first course I ever heard in a glory meeting. Life is wonderful. And since then, Jesus has become more and more and more wonderful. And there's no end to it. <laughs> Remember, there's no end to it. You keep going up or you go down and it's not very nice when you go down because I've experienced a lot of it and a lot of persecution. We got a coach up, Doris and I, to take some of the people from the church we were at to Cheltenham, do you remember? <laughs> and when we got back, we were all turned out of the church, they didn't want us. Bless you, darling. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for that testimony. We pray for a mighty quickening upon my sister now. Just bless the Lord. Lord, bless her body and spirit and continue to use her for thy glory for Jesus' sake. Amen. Bless you, darling. You're a source of strength to me, this lady. She just doesn't know it how much. When they've been in touch with me, it's been a great help. And I said, big thank you, darling. And one thing I didn't tell you, I've been healed four times.